0: After
1: a massively long AFL season, it's coming down to the two big boys of the AFL, the teams that have dominated the AFL landscape over the 2021 season. You know what we're talking about. We're talking about the Melbourne Demons versus the Western Bulldogs this Saturday in the AFL grand Final. It's going to be a game for the ages It could be the tightest grand final that we're going to have in a number of years and there's a certain individual who's talking right now who is on his edge waiting for this particular game. But you know what? We're here to have a look at this game in a non-biased view and I'm here to do it with the great man, the Jamie, the J-Dog, Wallace. He's going to look at the doggies. I'm going to look at the Ds. It's a great week to be alive and it's a great weekend of football. Too bad we can't be there live to see a big fella.
0: Peps, I love the fact you've said non-biased, yet you're wearing a Melbourne jumper. Your house is decorated in Melbourne stuff, and all you've been talking about, including the earthquakes, was Melbourne. Like, yep. of course. You- <laughs> of
1: course, mate, of course. Everybody's joining us. Look at this. Charlie Keegan's with the show tonight. Big Ed's joining us tonight. We've got the nude nut. He's here, and the Presidente, Filippo Brancatasano. He's the great man. Everybody's joining us tonight. It's, it's the preview everybody wants to get into, although this and all the other fluffy ones, because we talk it how it is because we love our football and we love it nice out. Final star.
0: Anything just off the top about news in the last couple of days since our last show on Tuesday night, Peps? What's happened?
1: Um, oh, we had an earthquake.
0: We had an earthquake. I just,
1: I didn't think it was an earthquake. I just thought it was the D train rolling into Perth. <laughs> rolling into Perth. 25th of September. For some <laughs> September action. We uh, had I'm, that. I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. We've um, had some riot action. We've had some riot action. Um, we've had urine uh, on News- Newsman.
0: We've had Vossi as the Carlton coach. Sam Wiedemann has re-signed with the Ds. It
1: just gets better and better and better.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. Got some doggy supporters joining us. Oh, no, they're
1: on it now, aren't they? Look at them. That wasn't the D train. It was the D train crashing. Exactly. Crashing packs and kicking goals, Filippo. It's going to be a big game, mate. It's going to be huge. Now, what we're going to be doing is we're going to have a look at the two teams. We're going to have a chat about the game. Um, we also want to hear who you think is going to win. We're also going to go with our Norm Smiths and winning margins as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and more importantly, we're just going to get into the stats that matter. And we've decided we're going to go age over matter, uh, meaning that I matter and Jamie doesn't. So he's going to go first with the doggies. And then oh, I'm going no, to go the on, Let's the game.
0: Let's talk about the game first, Peps. What time does it start? It's, Give us the stats. You want, oh, you
1: want all that sort of stuff. I was going to hold that until the end. Okay. Sorry. Well, we are looking at a game, so that's a Saturday, September 25, 5.15 Western Standard Time, 7.15 Australian Eastern Standard Time, so 7.15 people in the eastern states. That means that you have to have your first beer by at least 10 a.m. Rightio, the weather looks like it's going to be 25 degrees. No wind, no rain, no excuses for either team. 60,000. Ferrells will be going crazy at Optus Stadium. It's going to be 100% capacity. It's going to be on the radio. It's going to be on the TV. Sync up your radio with the television so you don't ever listen to the Channel 7 Nuffies because it's going to be awesome. You're going to have Birds of Tokyo playing. John Butler, Eskimo Joe, Donna Sampson, Vicky Thorne. Um, Men at Work, singer Colin Hay, and the Western Australian Symphony Orchestra. It's all happening. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge.
0: And it's going to be a grand final <laughs> for the ages. I tell you what, big boy. All right. So we're going to do, we're going to start with me first and gonna who I think is to winner. We're right. definitely going to start just, with you. I'll just we go with the for ins it. and We did. We I'll go for, for the it, ins the and, and the, in the
1: outs. So it's you. All right. Go for it, buddy. All right. Oh, coming way, in. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Go with your ins. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, you go ahead, Peps. Ask a question. Uh, doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. Coming in is Alex Keith and Cody Waitman. We knew. We knew that. We spoke about it Tuesday. If you missed the show, too bad. So sad. This is where the real show happens on Tuesday night. This is just the pregame show. Outs. Gardner's out. Scott's out. And Leith Vandermeer. Oh, feel, feel sorry first the young guy. Twenty-one years old. Pips. Grand final comes out. I mean, but someone had to. Yeah. Exactly Two absolute right. stars coming in. Yeah. All right. Let's just get into it, Peps. I'm going to okay. talk all about it. I'm going to give you a breakdown of, my, of, of, of who I think is going to win and why I think they're going to win. So you're and doing Pe- it
1: from the doggies' perspective,
0: aren't you? I absolutely will be. So, Peps, I want you to think about Rocky IV, and Rocky IV is the best Rocky of all the Rockies. It's oh Drago God. versus Rocky. The team given everything to succeed, a whole country behind them versus a little team on the outskirts of Melbourne battling away. The nation-run program full of it all versus the little battler. Now, the first time this team met back in, what was it, round nine, Melbourne, they won. Yeah, they they won the game. Certainly did. They Hit the pads hard, the numbers lit up. It was 1300 pounds per square inch. It looked like it was all good. Okay, we had Christian Petrarca play an amazing game. We had Bailey Fritch, Tom McDonald. They each kicked three goals. Clayton Oliver had 32 disposals. Petrarca had 24 on a goal. The Bulldogs at that time were missing Dunkley, Adam Trelaw, Stefan Martin, Mitch Hannon, and the score reflected 87 versus 59. The D's won. Now, the last time. That these two teams met. The dogs. This time it was different, Peps. This time it was different. The Ooh. dogs. I want you to was think it? about Rocky Four once again. Think about Rocky Four. Keep that in mind. This time it was the dogs doing the shirtless sit up, hanging off a beam across the barn. They are the Rocky getting into peak shape. They come at you hard. They won the game, Peps. Caleb Daniel had 34 dispersals. Jack McRae had 38. Bontem Pally was a three-game, was a three-voter game for him. Um, it put the dogs back on top of the table. Alex Keith, unfortunately, had injured his hamstring in that game. But we're starting to build peps. And this is it. This is the game that we've all been building for. The two teams that have been basically one and two all season, trading absolute blows. Now, let's look at how the Bulldogs will win. Okay, so what, what does the Rocky of the AFL need to do to overcome the nation-funded athlete? Okay, now it all comes down to a genuine midfield battle. Um, the Bulldogs in the room of Bonton, Pally, Jack McRae, Tom Liberatore, Um they are absolutely imperative to their success. Um, they love to chain the handballs out from stoppage wins, averaging 25 disposals a game, um, more than their opposition through um, the home and away season. The Dogs have also been beasts in around the contested possessions in September, winning that possession by an average of 21 through the finals. Luke Beveridge loves to also assign players two roles. For example, just last week, or sorry, two weeks ago, to my little piss-poor team, Josh Shackey did an absolute number on Aaliyah, Aaliyah Um, and I reckon he's probably going to go to Jake Lever to negate that type of it. Josh Dunkley will probably also get a midfield role as well, maybe on Petrarca or on Oliver. To combat those ones there so that's what that's what rocky needs to do to overcome and that's how i see that happening um the other thing that the bulldogs got going for them is if they do turn the ball over in the middle of the ground they are the best equipped team in the afl to defend from it and they only concede 24.2 scores um, when those mishaps happen so they are very good at getting back and defending when they do turn the ball over in the corridor Now, who to watch? What combos does Rocky have to throw towards that uh, Ivan Drago, that nation-funded, drug-fueled, tanking, uh, tin-rattling, AFL-funded team? Well, this is Luke Beveridge's sixth involvement in a grand final. Having been assistant coach at Collingwood during their 2010 premiership season, as well as at Hawthorne between 2012 and 2014, to all those wins and, of course, the 2016 Premiership Coach for Simon Goodwin. He hasn't seen the big dance. He hasn't seen it since the back-to-back Crows Grand Finals in uh, 97 and 98. So he hasn't even been, hasn't even smelted. Beveridge has been there. Who else to watch out for? Jack McRae. Unbelievable final series. Bulldogs midfielder, 37 disposal per game average. An equal most of any player in finals history and 17.3 contested possessions, which is third all time in the finals. Huge player in this. Stefan Martin. What a masterstroke to bring him back against Port Adelaide. Um, In games where the veteran Ruckman has played, the Bulldogs have outscored opponents from clearances by 14.9 points a game compared to just 5.9 points a game when he hasn't played. So he's a huge piece to how that engine war room gets ticking. much like Melbourne's. Um, We know that Tom Liberatore has a huge impact in how the Bulldogs go. And... Perfectly matched up against a beautiful little redhead there called Clayton Oliver. Oh, the, give me a break. They are the two top players in the competition for total clearances this year. Libertore has won 182 clearances. Oliver, not quite as good as Libertore, with only 181 this season. So Oliver is a poor man's liver. Um, <gasps> then... We know, we know the patchy form that Trelaw was bringing into the finals and we saw that against the Brisbane game, had a real rough game. But Port Adelaide, whew, superb, looking good, uh, racking up a game-high 13 score involvements against Port Adelaide. Um, look, that's just some of the, some of the combos that, that Western Bulldogs can throw at Melbourne, uh, sorry, that Rocky can throw at Drago because I think they, they, they could do it there. Um, some of the stats that matter here, Pep's. This is Melbourne's, Melbourne's 18th grand final appearance, the first since 2000. Um, from the previous 17 deciders, they have a record of a of a 12 and five record, last winning in 1964. Wow, not great. This is the Bulldogs' fourth grand final and first since 2016. As I said before, um, I guess the big thing hanging over Melbourne's head right now is if Melbourne were to lose. If Melbourne were to win, it would end the AFL's longest active premiership drought of 57 years. St. Kilda would then assume the mantle of 55 years having passed uh, its one and only flag in 1966. So if Melbourne don't win on the weekend, that mantle's still with them and St. Kilda can sit back and go, (laughs) we're not Melbourne. No, you're not because Melbourne haven't won one since. What was it? Peps? 2021. 57 years. Um. All right, my final tip. Now, looking at all of this, Melbourne across every line has absolute game breakers. Of course, they are set up beautifully across the back line with May and Lever. And a lot of the Melbourne attack comes from just those two players coming off the halfback. They're something like they're first in the league for it and they score something like 80-plus. Um, but if Norton and Waitman, and Smith, and others can join in on that little forward line, we saw how lethal they can be, and they can put up an equally big score. In the middle, not only is Melbourne good around the clearances, but it's also the best team in the AFL for winning post-clearance contested possessions with a differential of 10-plus a game. So Melbourne are great across that. So on paper, you think, oh, looks like Melbourne should win this. They stand two foot taller. They punch harder. They have the support of the nation behind them. They've got blonde hair. It's spiky. It's spiky. It looks great. Muscles on muscles on muscles on muscles, but they've only been playing one game in 27 days, and that could just take the edge off this team a little bit. Simulations and computer games and the -the state-of-the-art training places can only get you so far, Peps. The Bulldogs They have ground. The Bulldogs have played every week now since their round 13 by. They've run through the snow. They've chopped down wood for hours and they've done so many press-ups with people in a wagon that they don't know the difference between their own vomit and saliva in their mouths. Now, to me, it feels like the world versus the little dogs and the dogs wouldn't have it any other way. Bring on the dogs Twelve points dog on dog out, <laughs> <laughs> my God, how good was
1: that don't expect anything from me, and this is the thing j dog and that's a fantastic story, and that's really all that was was it it was a story, okay, um and it was a a good story, and it was rocky four I'm more of a rocky three man, and currently I feel that actually. I'm an original type of guy I think mm-hmm. now I'll go Rocky three Rocky three I feel that like the doggies at the moment doggies at the moment uh a little bit like uh you're actually a little bit like Rocky look at me, <laughs> look at me at the start and we're just club a lang we're club a lang we've had a we've had a belt our way through
0: I was going to go that one as well yeah you were going to go that
1: one, but you didn't but I'm not going to use analogies I'm going to go cold hard facts here. First okay. and foremost, if you want to talk about a team that has to be saved, um, we didn't have a save our skin, uh, save our skins, which was the Tigers. Uh, remember the Tin Rattlers, the Dogs get the Tin Rattlers out. No <laughs> Tin Rattlers at Melbourne, none at all, my friend. Up yours, Oakley. We didn't create our own little bumper stickers to get us across the line. Okay, so J Dog, yes, we've been in trouble, but we've worked our way through it. Unlike um, unlike unlike the doggies who are supported by the afl once again the melbourne art we don't have any we're not funded by the afl unlike your team port adelaide but we're not going to go into that because you're not playing this week (laughs) but it's simply this j-dog if you're having a look at who's going to win this game there's going to be a number of areas in it they're two distinctively uh, different teams but they both have their um how can i say it they both have their positive aspects to the game but unfortunately One game is going to win over the other, and this is the one it's going to be. It's going to be Melbourne with their superior kicking game, and the second thing is going to be their hit-out dominance across the ground. When you had someone like Max Gorn, who isn't a ruckman, he he is a a massively tall midfielder, and they brought a guy named Stefan Martin in to try and combat him Hey, mate, you're going to do all right around the packs. I think he's playing his – you're talking about Melbourne playing their second game in 27 weeks, I think, 27 days. He's playing his second game in about eight months. Mm -hmm. So I think you'd be a little bit worried about him. He's going to be run off his feet. Maxi Gorn, he's going to take the piss again. And you know what? He doesn't have to kick five this week because what's happening is the Ds are going to dominate. And I'll tell you in a moment. So they're going to dominate the hitouts. We average 17 and a half hitouts more per opposition every game we play. The doggies are 13 under. That's a 30-hit-out difference, meaning we're going to get our hand on the ball first, meaning we can direct. It doesn't matter if we don't get the clearance straight out of it because we've been holding back. We used to be see the ball, get the ball. We've changed a hell of a lot since then. We're more of a holdout. And we don't mind if they get that first clearance because what's going to happen is we're going to go into the back line dominance side of things. We mark the ball more, 87 marks per game um, and from a goals perspective it's literally the same so hmm, we kick about the same goals but we get more of the ball we're the number one tackling team in the league we're the number one hit out team in the league we're the number one number two team for inside 50s and we are the least scored against team in the league and i don't know jamie the last time you watched a football game but the team with the highest score wins well right looking at that sort of thing, how about we have a look at some goal kickers because it's been massive, their goal kickers this year. Look at the Bulldogs. They've got a huge spread of goal kickers. Aaron Norton, the astronaut, the flying Krusty the Clown is on 46 goals for the year. Good on him. And let's then get into the next one. Bont. Hold on. So so let me get – got six forwards, doggies, and your number two forward is a midfielder with 28 goals for the season? And then you've got Cody Waitman is your third. And then, hold on for this one, Tim English on 19 goals for the season. For the season. Oh, and Mitch Hannon, yes, he's, he's kicked 14. Mind you, five, five of those were in this final series. Doesn't hit the scoreboard that often. Those guys are averaging just on a goal a game. Let's Mm -hmm. take it over to the Melbourne side of things. Fritchie, the Fritch Magnet. 53 goals this year. More than the astronaut. He doesn't get the praise. Kaziah Pickett, he's on 40. Tommy Mack, 31. Then we go to Patraka, 27. I could go Ben Brown in only 10 games, 22 goals. J Dog, Melbourne have more scoring options. I could even go to Charlie Spargo on 17 and Neil Bullen on 14. Melbourne have more scoring options. They're going to have to try and lock down, and I don't think they're going to be able to do that. But it's not about, hey, if we don't kick the goal, you've then got to get it out. And here's the thing. If we start having a look at some tackle action, I think you're going to be in a bit of trouble here as well.
0: I don't mind a bit of tackle action.
1: You a bit of ta- Cody Waitman has laid a massive 26 tackles for the year. 26. Hands off, hands off, don't want to go near it, don't want to go near it, don't want to touch it. Mitch Hannon, 48 tackles for the year for an inside pressure forward. Oh, Tim English, he doesn't kick goals, but he does tackle, he's had 61. Bailey Smith has had 86 tackles for the year, okay? The point I'm trying to make is this, right? Fritchie, he's kicked 53 goals, he's had 47 tackles. Keziah Pickett, 27 tackles. Tommy Mack, fifty-one tackles. Petraka, ninety-nine tackles. Do I have to keep going? Charlie Spargo, fifty-nine. Alex Neal one and You cannot get the ball out of our fifty, so it doesn't matter what your goal kicking prowess is at the other end if you ain't getting it out of there, big boy. It's as simple as that. It's just going to be Oliver, one hundred and twenty-six tackles. He's versus the one hundred and twenty-nine. We're tougher around the contest. We have bigger tanks, and more importantly. If the ball goes in, it goes to ground, I ain't getting it out because your back line is not made for finals football. Your midfield has dominated two games. I don't think that they can do it for a third. The demons haven't made a change, so James Jordan is going to be staying in the team as our superstar super sub. They'll have to make sure that they don't get sucked into the contest, make sure they stay there with on the outside. That's what happened against Geelong in that second quarter where they got blown away. So, yeah, uh, I won't do that again. Okay, here's some matchups. Ben Brown, he'll probably go to Keith. If I was Ben Brown and I had Alex Keith go to me, I would work him up and down the ground and try and get a ping out of that hammy. Simply this. Right. Harms to Liber after the bounce. Don't go try and make it uh, four versus three by hand and tag. Get in the contest. Harms mm-hmm. to go to Liber after that. Mm-hmm. Gorn to run Martin. Um, He has got absolutely no chance of keeping up with Gorn. No one can keep up with Gorn. The guy's 200-plus centimetres and would outrun you, J-Dog, and that's saying something. He's also can drop into the back line to stop Norton getting his flight through, or if we want to really pump on the percentage, he can just drop forward and keep a couple to uh, just get a little bit more of a stamp on the game and win that Norm Smith. Um, Petty will go to Tim English, body for body, height for height. Hibbard would go to Shaki and absolutely slap him around. He's played one good game in his entire career, and they think he's going to stop. He played on Ali Leah, Who? He hasn't even got a separate surname. He's just two times. <laughs> but you know what? You're looking at Michael Hibbert here. He is going to smash Shacky, and Shacky will, you know, when people, footballers have perfect hair, it means they're soft. Christian Salem will go to Waitman because Waitman won't tackle him, won't go near him, and Salem will just go pingity, ping, ping, ping around the packs. And Rivers will go to Hannon and show how to play some real half backline football and chase him down the entire day. And I haven't even put uh, Stephen May on the astronaut because it won't matter because he'll probably smack him in the first couple of minutes and uh, get him out of the game. I'm just so excited for this, J-Dog. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a game for the ages. Um, don't worry about your Rocky four, mate, because i tell you what, Clubber Lang is going to do a number on you and he's going to get the belt. Ooh, yeah, go Jays by
0: thirty-seven points. Wow, over six goals. Well, grand will be a six-goal win, Jamie. Grand finals tend to not be a close game. That's, I know. It's fair to say.
1: But you know what? Why can't it be? Yours wasn't. Two thousand four wasn't. Two thousand four. No, it was a big win. <laughs> not for yours. It won't be close. This will not be close. Melbourne will, will pile it on. I'm telling mm-hmm. you now, if the midfield do not score for the Dogs, they won't score. Okay. There's too much pressure. The only two goal kickers they've got, Waitman and Norton. If those two don't fire, even if they kick three between and that six, they're going to have to kick at least 15 to get uh, a score high enough. Apparently what their about, magic number is 85. What
0: about Shaqie? Shaki could do something. Hannon can do something. Oh, Mel- imagine a Melbourne play kicking five in a grand final against Melbourne. Ooh, that'd be good.
1: Good. Hey, good luck to them. But they're gonna need some more. They're gonna need more than that. they back. Our backline will tear them apart. Our forward line. So many more options. Haven't even gone into Luke Jackson. Haven't even gone into Tom Sparrow. Where, where, where do you want me to stop, J
0: Dog? As Melbourne, I said, Peps. As Melbourne, I said, I don't
1: care if it's one game in twenty-eight. They had a week off the week before, and you saw what they did to Geelong.
0: I don't think you're you listening. A far better show than you. You are the Dragos. No one is against you except Rocky. Except the Worcester Bulldogs, yeah, the little Jamie, town. Jamie,
1: Jamie, I was speaking to Wazza from Eagle Nation today, and I said, "What's it like over there?" And he's saying it's seventy percent Melbourne, thirty percent doggies. Because you know why? They want to see us win. Everybody wants to see us win. The only people who want to see the doggies win are doggy supporters. Yeah. Just like.
0: Well, you've turned me off. You've turned me off Melbourne. <laughs> I don't really care.
1: <laughs> I don't really care because you know what? I'm a passionate Melbourne supporter and whatever happens, happens. But if we win.
0: What's going on? Stay What's going tuned. To, what are you going to do? Stay tuned. What are you going to do? <laughs> stay tuned. Um, are you going to start an OnlyFans account for just Saturday?
1: Oh, I'm, I'll, I'll have the video when the final siren goes. <laughs> I could be crying.
0: Oh, it's going to be, video, big, it's video going to be a video going regardless out. of the result.
1: Oh, I, could have, I could just have a live stream going for the entire game.
0: Would you turn it off if you were starting to lose? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't watch the I
1: game after do. halftime. You know what I'm like. Yeah, but I'd do the uh, same thing. Look, regardless, this is going to be a cracking game. I think it's yep. going to be a cracking what's game. Your I, plans? I am, I am what's your plans? What's your plans? I don't have any plans. I'm going to sit in my chair mm-hmm. with, a, with a few beverages.
0: Was that, the, was that the chair that Rosie bought you for your birthday? Yeah, for my 40th. Yep. it's a nice chair, that one. It's a beautiful over uh, chair who oh, reclines. Um, Sitting
1: there beverage of choice? Me. Beverage of choice? What are you doing? Uh, I'll probably go and buy a bottle of something and uh, mix them up. No, no, pre, no pre-mix. no You're going
0: to have a bit of sparkling in the, in the fridge just in case?
1: Oh, might have a ciardi. Might have a nice red or, or a uh, cabernet, something mm-hmm. like that. like A Shiraz.
0: Cheeses. A Shiraz
1: with Oh, definitely a, uh, a rich gouda and a uh-huh. very vintage Cheddar.
0: Uh huh, and a, and a, and a third soft like a like a camembert or something on the soft cheeses. Nothing. I like it hard, just like Melbourne Savoy day. or table uh, table crackers. What are you going for? Uh, uh, Savoy's
1: Savoy's a hard Savoy's. man's a working man's biscuit. Yep. just like Melbourne.
0: Sun-dried tomatoes or can you no? just
1: get off this? No, <laughs> stuff me cheese patters. Look, <laughs> Melbourne are going to win this. Six goals minimum. Six, six goals, goals minimum. minimum. Yeah, I think six goals. I. I Look, if you don't stop Oliver, you've got to stop Petrarca. If you don't stop Petrarca, Viney will crack some skulls. Viney's had 100 tackles and played 14 games.
0: Well, like I said, the same. You don't stop Smith. You don't run that. You don't stop Hunter. You don't stop Dave. You don't stop Dave. You don't do that. You don't stop Dale.
1: soft. Bailey, Dale. Oh, come on. Give me a break. If you don't stop Daniel,
0: if you don't stop Wood, if you don't stop Williams, if you don't stop McRae.
1: I'll be chasing tail all day. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. Stop Hunter. you now
0: do
1: not care, mate. don't care. You,
0: what, you're I'm that confident?
1: I'm, confident? I'm I like confident. I love it. Mate, the, the people on the chat are confident. The well, doggy supporters are confident. The Melbourne supporters are confident. Everybody else who's watching now is saying Melbourne are confident.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm confident for Melbourne, but I just want it to not be a blowout. Because I do. I want it to
1: be over the first quarter. The, pre-li-
0: the prelibs up. are very disappointing. It's your fault. Do you think anyone outside of the Ds and doggies actually care?
1: Oh, you, you, I can tell you now. <laughs> People on the chat right now, they're coming straight in as we speak. Look, it's ping, <laughs> ping, 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 ping. It's like someone's won the mini jackpot at the pokies. That's what the chat's going like. And I can tell you now, if you've been watching Spybook or Twitter, uh-huh. the people who are interested in this grand final, I'm tipping the 60,000 ferals over there in Perth at the greatest stadium in the country apparently, according to Cornsy, will be loving the game. It is going I to be a cracking so. game. It's going to be a great spectacle. I just want to see pressure. Look. Who's your norm? I mean, who's your norm? Oh, who's my norm? Someone threw up one earlier on. I went, it's actually not a bad option. If I had to, if I um had to call a norm, mm-hmm. I would go Christian Salem for Melbourne. That's Ooh. one. Okay. The other one I can uh-huh. see if uh-huh. he turns it on, uh-huh, because they do like a bit of pizzazz when it comes to their normies, yep. could be Mr. KP. Keziah Pickett.
0: Okay. That's the other one, I reckon, maybe. Well, for mine, because he got so close, it's Bonten Pally for mine. And if not Bonten Pally, it's going to be a bit of Liberatore action.
1: Well, he can't be a Liber because he's going to be tagged out of the game like last time.
0: But also, and <laughs> oh, So I thing- can accept yours, you can't accept mine. No,
1: But the other thing that you wrote was that the D's um, – that game that they didn't have all their players playing or whatever it was, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have Ben Brown that day and Stephen yep. May wasn't playing either. So two pillars at each end. And then uh, they also had Bruce playing for both those games. I haven't got him for this one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. Actually, no, they didn't have
0: Bruce for the second one. I apologize. Actually, I think, the first, I think the first game as well, you're both coming in at 9-1. Like you both had the same record.
1: And the other thing that you also need to look at, Jamie, the second game was a wet weather game. And Melbourne's yes, bad kicking. If you go back to that game, Melbourne's bad kicking the cost them. Yeah, that was our, this is going to be in the dry. Melbourne love the dry.
0: Well, I just hope. I hope for you, Peps. I hope for your family, but also, um, I'm, lost. I'm lost Western lost Bulldog Melbourne. represent. I've changed my light behind me or my, my light behind me to, to the blue. Yep, Bulldog represent. Um, but yeah, I hope for a good game. And, and all I can say is, um, Peps. I hope Saturday is everything. Saturday is everything that you have wanted and for your family and all of that that all is involved because I actually think it's cool.
1: No, look, it's not just for me. It's for my family. It's for Big Trev, the love machine, his wife, Arnie Loz, Irina, the whole family of Melbourne. Going nuts. And then I've got the Western Bulldogs, Big Nan. Love you, Big Nan. She's up there looking down. She's got the doggies to her win. You know, fabulous Phil on the chat here. Uh, my uncle um I don't know Irene's husband is doggies, so they they're, they're going to be punching on good um it's going to be yeah there's so many family and friends I couldn't ask for two better teams, but
0: yeah um, fifty seven years as well perhaps fifty seven years am, yeah, but I've not
1: seen two losses it's it, you drew for a win, yeah, like I said I, I lost four myself, I've seen two of my team lose Come on, we've got to break the drought one day or another, don't we?
0: I think you do yeah. Uh,
1: and it's funny, it's all, the, yeah. all the messages, all the messages coming through saying you know, Ross the Donk Bartlett said you know, he just hopes it's a, a close game. And I'm thinking, hold on, when Richmond was playing, I'm tipping you wanted it to blow out, so you didn't have to worry about it. Like I said, <laughs> only the people of the non-participating teams want a close game. Uh, but the good luck's coming through, and we're just looking forward to it. Just looking forward to it, and you know, maybe through the game, I'll throw a few uh, a bit of liveness Maybe at the end of each quarter, how we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll update it, but
0: as, as you get more hammered,
1: as I'm more like, hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I be do good. it. it'll be, no, be a good get game, it'll be a good game. Just mate, there's not much more. We've got less than two out, we've got less than two days. Doesn't get better. right than there, there, isn't it? It does not get better than it, less than two days.
0: And day off for all us Victorians tomorrow.
1: I oh, know. I've got to prepare, gonna smoke some meat tomorrow. I think, might smoke some pork.
0: This show is just full of double entendres all the way through.
1: Yeah. So Gary McKenzie, no one remembers a loser. Obviously, Gary didn't remember his dictionary on how to spell loser, but that's okay. Jenny, just uh, tell Dad how to spell loser. G-A-R-Y. Um, uh J-Dog, any final thoughts? Anything you want to wrap up? Uh no, no, we we'll be back for our last show next a, Tuesday night. Next yeah. Tuesday night's our last show.
0: Sad day. Sad, sad, but great season, but a sad, but um, sad, sad, sad attending.
1: Yeah, sad. But you know what? Everybody get, watch the game. If you want to throw messages to us, uh, look, throw messages in there. Uh, we'll have a little board up if you want to. Um, I might, like I said, go live a couple of times. But uh, more importantly, J-Dog. Mm -hmm. Um, I know what this means to you and I know what it means to me. We just, uh, it's grand final day, baby. It's it's the greatest day outside of your kid's birthday, outside of your kid's birthdays and your marriage.
0: And your partner's birthdays. Your
1: partner's birthdays. And other things. Other things. This is the most important day of the year. (laughs) It
0: is. Yep. All righty. All right, mate.
1: All right, buddy. Look after yourself. And uh, one last question, J-Dog. How do you Mm -hmm. like your grand final football, buddy?
0: I like it lace out. Demons! go the doggies See it is. D-Tree rolling in the purr.
1: oh I've lost it thanks for listening to our latest episode if you haven't done so already make sure to subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes I'm your host Chris Pepper and with Jamie Wallace we give you your footy how you want it Ace out